Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, I am so lucky to be joined by my two amazing co-hosts. Kanye may have asked why no one told him he's dead, but she'll come for you if you leave her on red, Miss Gwen Flamberg. True that. I'm not exactly sure what it means, but okay. Hi, guys. <laughs> Elon Musk's new baby may be exa dark, but she's exa light. Sarah Huron. Are you making me one of Elon Musk and Grimes' kids right now? I sure am. They were extra dark, but you came out exa light. Wow. Sarah Huron. I reject that intro but hi Travis. (laughs) Hello it's a pale joke. We have more pale jokes to come but we also have royals at the rodeo, celeb babies who deserve so so much better including Axolite, a reconciling couple, a breakup, Kanye's emo phase and much much more. But first let's get into our woes of the week. These are the celebrity news stories that just made our co-hosts go aghast. Former baby girl Sarah Huron what made you go whoa this week? All right, Travis, you know, bring in the dancing lobsters. Amanda Bynes is trying to get freed of her conservatorship. I think it's going to happen. Her parents seem to be on board. And now, you know, she's going to court and to prepare for court. Amanda Bynes is getting rid of that hideous, heinous heart tattoo that she got on her face back in December 2019. I remember seeing this tattoo for the first time like it was yesterday because one of my cousins actually texted me and said, is this real? And said, Bind swooping in with the biggest story of 2019 before the year ends because it was New Year's Eve. So yes, yes. so if you haven't seen it, there are pictures on the internet. It's this little heart under one of her eyes, um, right like near her nose. It's so ugly. Um, And she is getting it removed and she showed the progress on her Instagram and it's, it's faded out. It looks pretty good for, I don't know where she is in the process, but tattoo removals like are never great. I heard they're really painful. I, I don't think it always goes that great. Sometimes you have to end up getting like something else over it and like on your face, it's like intense. So I think there's always going to be a lot of makeup involved, but it looks pretty good so far, all things considered for tattoo removal. It looks better than um, the wedding date that Jana Kramer is trying to get off her wrist right now. Well, it helps as a person who's gotten their tramp stamp removed. It helps if you are pale with a dark black tattoo, which oh. Amanda Bynes is. It's all about the color discrepancy. That's what Great. the laser picks good up Good inside on. info. Thank you. Good insider tip. And yes, it 
it hurts more than anything else in the world. So good luck to Amanda Bynes, who is speaking out after her conservatorship. And I hope she has her fashion degree. It's a little unsure of what's happening. She's She's been in, in fashion school for like four years. I hope right. she's graduated and starts a line because I will line up to buy it. I hope she gets back into acting. I know it probably won't happen, but like those glory days of Amanda Bynes and those movies, she's the man, what a girl wants, all that, the Amanda show. Like she was just so talented and I know it took her down in a bad path, but if she really is in a good place, I would love to see Amanda Bynes. Like Lindsay Lohan is coming back to Netflix. Like I want, can we get Amanda Bynes in a Netflix movie? Yes, Amanda Bynes for Hulu. With Britney doing the soundtrack. Okay, now you're just toying with us. Now you're just toying with us. I think the last movie she did was when she played Penny in Hairspray. Which, by the way, Amanda Bynes, great in that as well. Or um, Easy A might have been after. Oh, Easy A was so great. Well, we wish that she comes back. I also wish better for Elon Musk and Grimes's daughter because she did real, real grimy to her daughter. Uh, They welcomed a secret baby that we had no idea happened, but she was in a Vanity Fair article and the baby started to scream in the background, which let the cat out of the bag. Did you read that cover story? It's really wild. Yes, it is. Uh, What stood out to you the most? Because I mean, everything Grimes does is wild and weird. So I'm a little jaded to it. Right. Well, obviously the definition of the kid's name and stuff was bizarre, which I know I'm sure you're- Extra dark citadel. Yeah. And they call her X and obviously the sun is Y. Or no, they call her Y and the sun is X. They call her Y and the sun is X. Uh, Sidereal, sorry. Sidereal, also known as Y, which makes no sense at all. Okay, great. Yeah, that's just a bunch of words. But um, yeah, no, reading the whole exchange between the, the journalist who was writing the story and her like hearing a baby and like Grimes being a reference to her second baby, but then being like, wait, did you have another baby? And Grimes like freezing up and kind of like insinuating she didn't know what she was at liberty to say about her own kid. And then being like, I don't know what I was thinking, just trying to hide that when there's a baby here. And then the journalist being like, am I an asshole for pointing it out? Like it, <laughs> it was quite the dynamic, but yeah, baby Y is here. How exciting. And it's exa dark. Good luck. Of course, uh, dark to Grimes in that interview, she said is uh, a tribute to the unknown. So great for this child. Here is your dark unknown path. Sorry, exa dark unknown path. Uh, it is also inspired by her favorite Lord of the rings character uh galaterius so sorry lord of the rings fan out there he's the one who abdicated the ring in lord of the rings when what story made you go whoa this week you guys this like red carpet fabulousness just continues did did you guys catch the acms i did I mean, yeah, I mean, the show was whatever, but Dolly Parton, 76-year-old Dolly Parton in a mirrored catsuit, if that didn't make you all collectively go, whoa, I don't know what's happening. Are you even alive? Agreed. I just, I loved every single thing that Dolly wore. She is my uh, goddess. And if you guys haven't seen all the photos from the red carpet, please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish to see the good, the bad, the downright wacky. The ACMs this year had everything when it came to fashion. Country girl, shake it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dolly Parton, my wallet has always been Dolly in a shiny ethereal light. And she is really just serving up that messianess all on the ACMs. She is the best thing about, you know, all of us and really this country at large. Well, let us get into some news because Kanye West is still at it. 
attacking Kim. Now his new music video, Easy, which we talked about the lyrics that he has for Pete, i.e. Skeet Davidson, uh, has some visuals and he is shown decapitating, tying him up, burying alive. And it's uh, the song that has the lyric, God save me from that crash so I could just be Davidson's ass. And now he is showing major depictions of violence against Pete Davidson in his video, which doesn't quite feel right to me, but Kanye disagrees. And he wrote on Instagram, art is therapy, just like this view. Art is protected as freedom of speech. Art inspires and simplifies the world. Art is not a proxy for any ill or harm. Any suggestions otherwise about my art is false and malintended. Did you guys watch the, the claymation was surprisingly great. Shout out to whoever did the claymation, but the decapitation <laughs> and the burying and the assault was a little much. Totally aggressive, too aggressive. I, you know, I don't know why Kanye just continues this crusade of ugliness, although I do know why he does, because he is not well, not well, but really he needs to be reined up. <laughs> Yeah. And I think we had a source telling us that because there were some reports saying, you know, that they Pete tries to laugh this stuff off. And I think in the past that that was true. But then we had a source tell us this time he's still trying to take the high road and just stay out of it. But it's like getting to the point where this is a little scary. And I think that that's fair. And I think Kim, our source said, longs for the day when this is over and is just trying to keep her head high and, and go past it. And it, it's so interesting when you still see them like stepping out, looking so happy together because and not that I don't want them to be, but it's almost like it must be worth it because this torture, you know what I mean? Like this relationship they have must be worth it for both of them to be going through this. I don't want them to like be like bow down to Kanye by any means, but like, I feel like I would, I'd be like, I'm over this. If we break up, will you leave me alone? Like, I think I, which I don't want her to do, but it just, it kind of give, makes me believe in that relationship even more that they are sticking together during this, taking the high road. And I also just have to say that I used skeet in Wordle the other day um, and it worked <laughs> and it helped me almost win. It was when it was sweet. So just throwing that out there for everyone. Oh my God. When was Wordle sweet? I don't remember. Like two that. or three days ago. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's more uncomfortable for Kim, like this kind of like, you know, never ending love triangle or the fact that she had to wear like tape to the Balenciaga show. She was wrapped in very high end caution tape to go to the Balenciaga Why fashion was show that, during Gwen? Paris Fashion Week, you know, because Balenciaga wanted to um, get some attention and they certainly did. She looks real uncomfortable. It was real hard for her to walk. Yeah, everyone was, was like, how did she go to the bathroom? And I was like, um, did you not see the Kardashians episode of the Met Gala where she just says she doesn't or she would pee herself? Like Kim is not worried about that. You guys. Well, the show was inspired as a tribute to Ukraine. They all had to walk through the blowing winds and Kim's outfit was inspired by, you know, caution tape, bondage, rap, oppression was the whole vibe of the show because Balenciaga's uh, lead creative designer is from the Ukraine. So mm -hmm. they almost canceled the show, but that was Kim's inspiration. The not having to pee was just a fun added bonus for her.
Sarah, there is there's a lot of back and forth between the famous liberal Democrat vegan hippie and a person who doesn't want to get vaccinated sports player, Shailene and Aaron, maybe reconciling, possibly healing our nation from a political divide with their contentious relationship. Tell us if that is true or what is going on. Oh, God help us if Shailene Woodley <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers is what heals the nation. Um, but no, yeah, we reported earlier this year that they had called off their relationship. Um, they were taking some time apart and they've since been spotted together a few times. They were at one of his teammates weddings together in Montecito, California on March 5th. Um, Miles Teller and his wife were also there, which Aaron Rodgers officiated. So someone trusts him to, you know, bless yeah. a marriage. Um, they have since been spotted together in Florida. And a source tells us that um, they, they certainly had their differences and ultimately their relationship didn't work. This is what the original source said. They thought they were a good match in the beginning, but they more, they got to know each other. They realized their careers, their interests and political views were not aligned. Now, obviously after the breakup made headlines, which makes me think that maybe they broke up a little while ago and then it came out. So then once it came out, you had Aaron Rodgers posting all these kind of Kanye, not Kanye. I won't compare him to Kanye, but public apologies and gushing over Shailene on Instagram, nothing threatening and nothing, you know, whatever, but a little bit, you know, taking the public, public route. And a source has since told us that Aaron is attempting to win her back. He thinks her differences don't matter and they'd be a good fit, but Shailene doesn't quite know if she wants to get back together yet. It is a very strange relationship, but you know, there must be something keeping them together because they seem like they shouldn't work out. So like deep down inside, there's a little part of me that wants them to work it out because really? there's, yeah. I mean, they're so not different. into it. Me either. You think not it's toxic it. and horrible? You know, I, Danica Patrick and her guy just broke up. I shipped those two. Interesting. Danica and Aaron, I mean. Right. Danica Ish. and Aaron, right. They just seem to have way more in common than he and Shailene. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm still reeling over how irresponsible it was for um, him to just be so publicly cuckoo about the unvaxxing. Because I think that that really weighed on Shailene and her her work, you know, you can't get, um, you know, insured to be on a working set if you're unvaxxed. And I just think it was a bad look for both of them. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not into it. I think they they just both need yeah, to like grow. one more coronavirus um, spike or variant. Would they break up again? Like, cause just, is it cause right now everything's are a little calm. What if we get, you know, Y X the, the Grimes children get together and there's exactly COVID variant <laughs> and then they break up again. That's what I feel like would happen. I don't think this is, has any longevity. Maybe. Oh yeah. No. Wow. Their relationship is a microcosm for all of the COVID-19 strains. Who would have thought celebrities really are just like us. A lady who we are just learning her name, Chani Jones. Know who she is? She is Kanye West's new girlfriend, Muse. I don't really know what to call these ladies in his life until he tells me to. Um, but <laughs> she looks just like Kim Kardashian. And she has been told that on social media because it is a little eerie. But Chani Jones, just trying to say that so we remember, um, tried to fix some misinformation on her Instagram that has since been deleted. But she is getting a lot of Kim Kardashian comparisons. And people were 
saying that she got facial work, body work, all work to look just like Kim and is now dating Kanye. And it's sort of a single white female, or if you're younger, swim fan, sort of, I'm going to take over her life. If you're really younger, the roommate with Leighton Meester and Minka Kelly. That's what I was thinking about. Yes, the roommate too with Minka Kelly. She also has another movie on Netflix that is exactly the same right now. Minka really has a niche. Um, But Chani Jones, she is no single white female because she showed a photo of herself from uh, from the back showing off her pre-BBL body. She says, I was 20 here. This was before my BBL. Same face, same nose. I've never had a denial about my surgery, talking about the BBL, but to answer everyone's questions, yes, I had a BBL, but I've always been thick before surgery. She shared this. Uh, she also shared some facts about herself. So fun facts about Chani Jones. She is a Black mixed and white ancestry, she says. She is uh, the COO of a behavioral health organization. She is currently studying for a master's and she is a 4.0 GPA. And the most important thing that she wants you to know is that she did not have facial surgery to look like Kim Kardashian. She didn't have facial surgery to look like Kim Kardashian the same way Larsa Pippen didn't have any surgeries to look like Kim Kardashian the same way Kim Kardashian didn't have any surgeries to look the way people are now having surgeries to look like her. I mean, are we kidding here, people? Like, what? I mean, nothing says behavioral therapist like a Brazilian butt lift. Just say. Shout out to you for that 4.0, though. Yeah, and getting her master's, I'm honestly impressed. But that's a really good question. It's sort of like a chicken or an egg. Did Kim Kardashian, did the LA face that everybody has on Instagram come first? Or did Kim Kardashian come first? They're all trying to get that same level of beauty that we can all purchase. Um, But I don't really know what came first. It's, I think it's less weird on her that she looks just like Kim Kardashian and more weird that Kanye is dating a clone. Uh, But she also posted that bikini picture yesterday, which is like a complete ripoff of like the same bathing suit, same background of a Kim photo. So it really is swim fan, single white female. Totally. Totally. She's not what she's doing. It's, it's Julia Fox of her, like running to the cut to give, you know, rundowns of the dates that now it's just less, it's an even less lame version because she doesn't have anyone interviewing her. It's just Instagram thirst traps. Yep. God bless it. Well, when speaking of Instagram thirst trap, Queen Elizabeth II is moving <laughs> out of her home. Uh, tell us a little bit why she's moving. And no, she did not post an Instagram thirst trap. Oh, we can not only yet. hope. Yes. I mean, that would make my life. It really would. I mean, listen, she, she has been all smiles. Did you guys see that photo of her greeting Justin Trudeau, which was her first in-person meeting since she recovered from COVID. And Very I, mean, much I would be, I would be all smiles with Justin Trudeau too, but she just looked so adorable. Did my heart right. So the times of London reported that the queen is moving officially out of Buckingham palace and will be staying at Windsor castle, which is where she's been actually through the pandemic. Apparently there are renovations going on at Buckingham palace that are going to go through until uh, 2027. And it's not really suitable for somebody to be living long term. So while it is, you know, like Royal HQ, the Queen has spent many, many a year during her tenure at Windsor. Windsor is much more um, cozy, shall we say. And the palace. It's still, it's still, you know, a pretty, pretty big place, but it's a bit cozier. Her sons, Prince Edward and Prince Andrew live nearby. And, you know, it makes sense to me because there are many like really lovely memories at Windsor. She's comfortable there. 
It's a bit more in the country. You know, God bless. We don't need her to be a Buckingham Palace. It's it's her family homestead. I'm glad the Queen is moving there and that she is very much alive. Shout out to Hollywood Unlocked for their (laughs) royal sources. She is very much alive. Picture evidence. Pamela Anderson, formerly Lee. She has a new Netflix series and she's coming to Broadway. (laughs) Now, I have been obsessed with watching the Hulu series, Pam and Tommy, but it has caused some controversy over the fact that its subjects, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, refuse to be involved at all. Of course, Sebastian Stan and Lily James play the famous couple and it sheds light on the stealing of their sex tape from their home that was taken, the sex tape was taken on their honeymoon. We all remember where we were if we were there from their home and then distributed in the early days of the internet, like the earliest days of the internet. But now Pamela Anderson is working with Netflix to create a new docu-series about her life that will be directed by Ryan Wright and co-produced by her son, Brandon Thomas Lee, which is just adorable. Pamela Anderson also scrubbed her Instagram account, leaving just a single post announcing the upcoming documentary which has reportedly been in the works for years now are you guys watching this what do you want to know from the pamela anderson netflix series if you are watching pammy and tommy because i have so many questions i mean i'm obsessed with the hulu series mostly because i just think that Lily James and Sebastian Stan are doing such an incredible job. And the styling of this film is so spot on and perfect. And really the net, I mean, the Hulu series is based on a Rolling Stone article about the theft of the sex tape and how the sex tape kind of came to be. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of fact there. Some of it is fictionalized, but it is a romp to watch and I'm totally loving it. What else is there um, left for the Pam series on Netflix? What I'm really excited to see is is more of um, like her perspective. Yeah. Because I feel like the Hulu series is really from the perspective of Rand Gautier, the, the guy who stole the tape. I mean, what I'm really sad about, like, sure, that sex tape got out, but she also lost her wedding bikini. Her wedding bikini was in the safe that got stolen as well. I mean, hard times. I also would just love to see, like, how she's looking right now. And don't think that I'm not going to go see her in Chicago on Broadway, because I am. Like, Pamela Anderson as Roxy Hart, there's a twist I never thought I'd see. I love that Chicago on Broadway, just like always when you think like, oh, the, the craziest <laughs> casting to come yet, you know, you're Ashley Simpson. Right. Ashley Simpson you're was Erica the first Jane. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you get, you know, you know what? You thought that we were done. No, Pam Anderson, get in there, girl. Get to the jail. Um, <laughs> Pam Anderson's going to be a great Roxy. Yeah, I haven't watched the Hulu yet. It's on my list. I will. And this actually makes me want to watch it even more because there's nothing I love more than like several versions of the same story to try to figure out what I believe. Um, It always takes me back to that Firefest Netflix Hulu battle. Um, We need more of that. Like I I like when people, the the Britney stuff, um, I think it's interesting to watch it all and kind of draw your own conclusions. Um, And I'm excited. So, and I also want to see that Brandon Lee, because he was, on the hills, he was pretty bad, like on the New Beginnings thing. Um, he didn't really do much, but I felt like there was potential there. So maybe this will tap into maybe what we, because I think he was reposting about it. So I assume maybe he'll be like doing some some stuff with his mom for the documentary. Those boys are just gorgeous. They are really beautiful boys. Brendan yes, and his are. brother, Dylan. Yes. Agreed. 
I'm excited to watch it because watching the Hulu series, it's all about her sort of being violated by the media after they stole her tape. And then you watch this Hulu series and you're like, she wasn't involved in this. So are we sort of doing it all over again? And the sadness of this, it's like very meta reflective. And I feel a little uncomfortable that she's not involved in it, even though I love it so much and my morals can only take me so far. Well, let's talk about Kim Kardashian for our first time on this podcast. Yes, we really are just going to go every other Kardashian topic instead of one fell swoop, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It's nice to pepper in some Kardashians just as the Lord Kris Jenner intended. Sarah Heron, what can you tell us about the new variety cover story for their Hulu docket? They're everywhere, making money, being boss ladies. Tell us what's going on. Like a boss. Remember that uh, Sheena Shea Lala commercial? Anyway, yes, um, yes, the Kardashians are on the cover of Variety this week. Looking great. No shock there. Um, It's a pretty lengthy story. a lot of repetitive information about like their upcoming or their rise to fame. But the new stuff was a lot of the Hulu show, which is being described by the reporter and them as basically bougie keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, the Hulu budget is bigger. Kim mentions drones <laughs> in the first shot of something she wanted. No, gone are the days of E where they felt like they had restrictions because the episodes had to be shorter. They obviously used to be 30 minutes. Then they became an hour. Kim was kind of saying that maybe on this show that isn't a problem. So I assume there'll be all different lengths, which you see on streaming all the time. We don't quite need inventing Anna, but maybe, you know, an extra bonus scene here or there. Um, and Kim was asked if Pete, you know, for the first time on the record, I believe, was going yep. to be on the show. And she said, I have not filmed with him. I'm open to it, um, but it's not really what he does, which it's like, it could be what he does. I think it's what he does now, Kimmy. <laughs> but um, she said that he will not be on the show, but you will, she will talk about him. So we're going to get from her side of the story, which is exciting because she's been saving it, I assume, which I get it um, for us to watch this show, which yeah. I was planning to anyway. And then Kanye also was asked about, and she, you know, a lot has changed. She kind of said in the beginning of the production of the show, he's he's in the first couple episodes that he was filming. He was very much the co-parenting, the dynamic, and then something switched. And she did say that she's never going to talk badly about the father of her child on the show because the kids can watch it, which I understand. But I think this is going to be hard to avoid. I think we're going to, you know, they're going to beat around the bush. We're going to know what she's talking about when Kim in the first half of the season is happy and the second half of the season maybe isn't so happy. Same thing with Chloe. She said, you know, I don't want to talk about Tristan welcoming a third child with another woman, but we're going to because that's what we promised to do. Um, you talked about the second <laughs> one. I mean, run as well talk about the third one. Exactly. That's what happens on this television program. Um, they're all getting paid the same <laughs> amount of money. And then the other thing that obviously, so I'm really excited for the show. First of all, I'm just really pumped. Um, I've missed the Kardashians and I've seen every episode. Kim also, of course, talked about business and talked about her advice for women in business. And it was very simple. Do the effing work. <laughs> um, which I, I'm team Kimmy come for me, everyone, but the internet is Mocking her, you know, born with money, privilege, people saying that, you know, maybe she there's been allegations that the Kardashians haven't treated employees the fairest, all very um, in the past, you know, with pay on allegations that we cannot prove or deny. So just throwing them out there, but we can't really get into. But um, I I think Kim does work hard and I don't care. Everyone come for me on YouTube comments, come for me on the podcast. Reviews, I don't care. I think that Kim does work hard. So I do too. Totally. I completely agree. She, she does work pre- really daughter hard. Of Robert Kardashian, but there's... Yeah. I mean, you know, she did study and study and study to pass that baby bar for the, the third time. You know, like... You know, she didn't do all that work in law school like a lot of people who want to be lawyers do. But 
you know, she, she, she does negotiate some, you know, her mom negotiates things really well. She, she does work hard. I mean, getting yeah. into that tape and getting out of it, that was hard. That was at least you a couple know, of hours. Yes. Getting, look, looking pristine and amazing and showing up places and photo shoots takes a lot of time. And it while does. sitting in a makeup chair might not be manual labor, it still requires a lot of your time and Wait, she this, puts a lot of time in there <laughs> this just reminds me of i don't know if you read courtney's bustle cover story from a few weeks ago but there, there was a line in there it was like about courtney is like you know coming back to the show and how this time it's gonna be different and how happy she is with travis yada yada, yada. but the best part was <laughs> courtney talking about like how hard you know she works with the balance of poosh and being a mom and whatever and she talks about how early she gets up to work out and there was a line that said through a representative, um, a representative for Courtney clarified that she gets up earlier than two of her sisters. Um, like this, like shady line because Chris Jenner gave a quote, like we all get up, we all, you know, grind. And there was a, like a subtext, like Courtney two. gets up earlier than two sisters, two unnamed sisters. And I was like, this is a, so, oh God, oh. give me that show. Seriously. I wonder I who know. the two are. I'm sure Probably it will be. Kendall and Chloe. We'll have to wait to the premiere of the Hulu series to find out. Just because Chloe seems to have less going on. And maybe Kylie, yes. but if Kylie, unless Kylie doesn't have a baby nurse, then Kylie and Kendall, I would say. But Chloe seems to have the least amount of maybe early True. obligation. Sure. True. True. <laughs> Love you, Chloe. Love you, Chloe. Well, <laughs> I, know, Chloe. I never thought I'd be saying this headline, but Prince Harry was spotted at the rodeo in Fort Worth, Texas. Now, this is a famous rodeo in Fort Worth. It is uh, the Stockyards Championship Rodeo at the Cowtown Coliseum. That's a mouthful. This past Saturday, and a local paper there was writing Prince Harry traded his family's crown for a cowboy hat on the weekend to visit to Cowtown. Uh, he enjoyed some good Southern hospitality. He had a VIP tour of the venue. And it's sort of strange that he attended the rodeo, but I mean, he was an equestrian. His grandmother is a huge equestrian. And, but the Stockyards Rodeo Show, he was hanging out there. He was just by himself getting a tour. But, you know, he has a love of altering equestrians. So maybe he just stopped over there. But, I mean, everything sort of seems to be planned with Megan, but Harry really, I believe, could have just wanted to go see some horses. What do you guys think? <laughs> I thought it was really cute. Like, I kind of love that he was there. Listen, nothing about these two surprise me anymore. And they're going to show up in really weird places. I mean, <laughs> really weird. Well, it's very Americana. It's a good way to get indoctrinated to what is going on. Let's talk about Kelly Clarkson's divorce because by the numbers, it is pretty, pretty crazy. Of course. Kelly Brianne, if she likes Sorry, sorry. Kelly Brianne. <laughs> Kelly Brianne, let us throw her father's name away. She doesn't want to be associated with him anymore. Kelly Brianne and Brandon Blackstock, who we can't talk enough boo. crap about here because, yeah, boo. That's right. Boo him. He's terrible and stole her Down money. Down with Blackstock. Down with Blackstock. We hate you. Well, sort of up with Blackstock because he was just given a one-time payment of $1.3 million, as well as monthly child support of $45,601 for their two children, River Rose and Remington Alexander. Um, it's really, really sad. Luckily, he has to pay $2,000 a month for the Montana property that he stays. And he is just getting like a ton of money. I don't understand. He, they, he is getting $150,000 uh, per month 
for spousal support and $45,601 for child support, which is a lot of cash. Now, I love when the celebrity divorces, we get to see how they divvy up the assets. Uh, Kelly Brienne will get the family pets, cars, including the Ford Bronco and Ford F50 and Porsche Cayenne, as well as a flight simulator. Uh, Blackstock will get the farm cattle, livestock, stock dogs, and horses, uh, a couple other Ford trucks, an ATV, and cat snowmobiles. He will also walk away with a golf simulator and a couple of expensive watches. Now, I don't know if it's just my innate sexism that doesn't think that he deserves all of this spousal support, but it seems excessive along with a one point whatever million dollar payment. Yeah. Also, from what I understand, which I'm no lawyer, as I like to say on this podcast, but I've read a document or two, he, (laughs) the kids will be in Montana once a month and he can go to LA to see them whenever, but they're based in LA. Yeah. What is all this child support for? Is every time River and Remy come to Montana, we're we're going all out, going to a ranch, doing a whole party, (laughs) Perry's coming over. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't get it. Obviously, Kelly Clarkson just makes a lot of freaking money. And they, you know, she just, it kind of reminds me of not to compare it to Jana Kramer, but just wanted out and wanted the divorce and is just like agreeing to things too, but like agree to them. I mean, again, I don't know, like maybe this is considered fair in some sense of court, but to me it doesn't. And only $2,000 for the rent. Like I don't, but his rent is like mine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? It's strange. Gwen, what do you think about all of this? Does this seem normal in terms of you covered a lot of celebrity divorces? Does this seem excessive about the same? Their whole life sort of seemed excessive if they had like flight simulators and golf simulators. And <laughs> I don't know, they were like simulating marriage for a while, but it didn't work. I completely agree with Sarah. I don't understand why he's getting all of this child support. I mean, obviously she is one of the highest paid women in Hollywood. She is so, so, so much money. So the fact that he's getting that massive amount of spousal support, that's just, you know, marrying someone with a lot of money and obviously not having the best prenup. But listen, I still believe in love. Well, I wish I could put Brandon Blackstock in a boxing ring, but sadly it's not his birthday. (laughs) So it's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. Have an exciting lineup today. We have a referee this time. It will be William H. Macy, who is 72 years old. William waves hello from the outside of the ring. Gwen Flamberg, first is up to you. We have Ansel Elgort, so hot right now. Ansel, uh, 28 years old versus Jamie Bell or Billy Elliot, if you're nasty, who is 36 this week. You know, Ansel was in one of those like YA. Um, our Stars. Exactly. Well, and also like the other one. Insurgent. Like, not, not Hunger Games. Insurgent. Divergent. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, all of those, right? So he knows how to fight. He wins. That's it. (laughs) Jamie Bell can do some fuetes, but he's not going to win this. Exactly. All right, Sarah, here on Brett Michaels, who some people know from Poison, but we only know from Rock of Love, is 59 this week versus Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray, who is 54 this week. Am I in like the surreal life house? Yes, you are. I thought you'd like it there. Relevant right now to my life. Um. I guess Brett Michaels. I feel like he's maybe been through more. (laughs) (laughs) Than Mark McGrath. Yeah. Well, congratulations. All right, Gwen Flamberg. Last round before the finale, we have Rob Lowe, who is 58, versus Rob Kardashian, who is 35. Oh, come on. This one is just too easy. And I do love Rob. He's like Kardashian. He's like maybe one of my favorite Kardashians. But Rob Lowe. 
I mean, Billy Hicks. He still got his saxophone, but now he's sober and he would just knock Rob Kardashian, who tends to be on the less, um, you know, healthy side of on the LBs. He's just going to knock him right out of the ring. Oh, so sorry to you, Rob Kardashian. You can't get a win ever. Sorry to this man. All right, Sarah, we have William H. Macy standing by just in case we have Ansel Elgort. 28, Brett Michaels, 59, and Rob Lowe, 58. Okay, well, obviously, William H. Macy is going to call Felicity Huffman, and she is going to scam their way out of this, and they're going to win. <laughs> it's been a minute since well, we brought up the college cheating scandal on this podcast, okay? I hope William H. Macy would do that. Up, oh, but we have a surprise guest flying in from the side. It is Celebrity Birthday Boxing, Vanessa Williams, singing her iconic song, Save the Best for Last, who kicks the ball in the head with a glitter pump and wins. Happy 58th birthday, Vanessa Williams. We truly saved the best for last. Sorry to these men. It was International Women's Day. She's <laughs> kicking all their asses. The lady is taking home the gloves or belt or whatever the hell we give away on the show at Celebrity Birthday Boxing. Well, congratulations, Vanessa Williams, and thank you to my hosts, Sarah and Gwen, for helping me spill all of this piping hot and Kardashian-heavy celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame, favorite, favorite celebrities. Because after all, you know what, guys? They're, they're just like, like us. us. With more money and access. Thank you, guys. We'll be back <laughs> and next week. And surgery. Yes. Bigger butts. <laughs> Way bigger butts. All right, thank you guys. (laughs) 